0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search
1: FSR to listen live. We got to ask ourselves about Green Bay and uh, how good, this is a team that went 13-3, and 13-3, and... 3, and well, I think Lafleur kind of
0: changed, like revitalize that. That's organization, what I'm saying,
1: Lafleur. But but I guess my point was no one has given Green. I mean, we, you know, I don't remember if I gave it here or not. I think I did. I know I gave it on the pod, but I never give a future bet. In the NFL, hardly ever. I'm going to start giving some more, I think. But I, I last week, twelve to one, Green Bay. I know I said it in passing. I don't, I don't know if there was a lot of music around it or big production, so I'm not going to take credit for it until unless I verify it because I hate that when someone says, "Well, you could have known by the way I was talking that I was kind of hinting at that." But when those teams lose, there's no, You never we hear a the word. bells and whistles. Yeah, Come you on. never hear a word about it. That's why we make it official but i thought green bay was a team that not only has played well but is getting healthy or has the potential to get healthier right obviously their left tackle cornerback running back and a rush end can all come back for green bay all you know top players how can you be 9 and 3 and have all those guys missing so much of the season and aaron rodgers not really playing his he didn't play like last year i'll tell you that much By the way, why is Aaron Rodgers' dad doing his post game press conferences? (laughs) You mean beanie beard, Aaron Rodgers? No, his dad with the big gray. No, that's that's him. No way, that's him. (laughs) I got to be honest. You got you got to be confident to say, you know what? I look, you know, because he doesn't look old for his age. If he if he shaves, no. You think you know he looks about thirty three or so. He Says, you know, I'm going to grow a big beard and look like my dad. Yeah. I mean, I guess you're just good looking. You know, you're just so confident. You ever see those girls and women who are, you know, those throw on jeans. A T-shirt and be ready for like a photo shoot. Oh yeah! I mean, you've seen them at a disc. Sure, yeah. Is restraining orders? No. <laughs> I don't think she filed against you. I think it was just that was the way to back gotcha. you off a little bit. But, but it, to me, that is almost Aaron Rodgers. They say I don't really. I'm going to go the other way. Just to but still, it doesn't.
0: You remember Ben Roethlisberger tried that, and the whole world was like, "Oh, he's, he's gained 200 pounds." No, he just grew a beard.
1: There were, well, he gained a lot of weight. He did look like Sasquatch to some degree. And you know what? He probably should have been working out. Maybe if in he, hindsight. If he, yeah, if he was saving the beard, you know, saving the time shaving to work out, but I see no evidence. We're straight out of Vegas. I'm RJ. Look, they put the picture up on the screen. Yes, it's Papa Aaron Rodgers. But I believe in last week at 12 to 1, Green Bay was a great bet. Now at 7.5 to 1, not as great. I tell you this, and we'll talk about it after the break, and we'll get into New England even more. But let me get the closing thought from you, AJ. This overarching concept that a team oh Carolina's 3-0. Ooh, dog. (laughs) Well, how's Carolina done the last five years? Now, we could say the same thing about Arizona, and let's see what happens to Arizona. Right? I think I'm impressed. I'm surprised. Kingsbury gets a lot of credit. Though right now Belichick is the favorite for Coach of the Year. Wow! And I know for a fact I gave out the medley we gave out um, uh, uh, Tennessee and Vayrol. Uh, yeah, va- that V is si- it. Always confuses me about how silent that is because people seem to say it half. It's almost like a half pronunciation. But fair enough. And then uh Kingsbury, I thought, you know, we it was right in the six to one range. Vrabel was eight and a half to one. And at the time, this is two weeks ago, Belichick was like Mackenzie, was it thirty five? I thought it was thirty to one. Thirty to one.
0: I remember Fez saying it's it's Vrabel Or Kingsbury, the rest of the discussion is closed. I I don't think it's closed. Remember,
1: it was in that conversation is where I said, well, because remember, this is all about Buffalo. And Belichick's only one, I think, two coach of the years because it's narrative-based. If you're supposed to be great and you're great, everyone says, okay. Did your job. You didn't screw up. Exactly. Exactly. But everyone had Buffalo. You thought Buffalo was the best team in the last 10 years or so, right? Everyone (laughs) had Buffalo. And if New England can win... That division, unless Kingsbury ends up, you know, fifteen and two, fourteen and three, he may. I think Belichick's right in it with a rookie quarterback. I think he should deserve some credit. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, what really? When's the last time people mistake this? Big Ben made the Super Bowl his second year, not his first year. So they went fifteen. His first year they went fifteen and one after Maddox got hurt after two games. We'll talk some Steelers, but let's talk some glory days. <laughs> but Maddox got hurt. Big Ben came in. They went fifteen and one. That was game three, if I recall, and uh, which was great. But then they lost to New England and Pittsburgh as a three point underdog. I still remember that game game, home underdog, 15-1, and talk about respect for the Patriots, and then, I don't think you were gambling at this point. I don't think I was. Yeah, and (laughs) got a little history here, and then what we saw was, the next year, Big Ben went to the Super Bowl and won Super Bowl 40, so second year, it happens, right? And is it me, or... or, uh... It was Kansas City Mahomes and Mahomes was the second year, first Mah- year starting.
0: Mahomes, yeah, he didn't play in the first, his rookie year.
1: Yeah, still listen, let's not act like sitting back. I mean, right. It was impressive for sure. But I mean, how when's the last time a rookie quarterback's and you could make the case, the Chargers Yeah, yeah I mean, listen, we'll see. I am not sure how good these young quarterbacks are gonna be, but for sure Mac Jones is in that top tier right now. And, you know, your concern was in the last topic quickly, then we'll take our first break. Your concern was with Mac Jones; he wasn't going downfield. And the it, training wheels we call them. It feels like, as it's been necessary, they've been coming off. Are you? Do you look at Mac Jones as a, a big hindrance to success? No,
0: not at all. And especially the way they're using him, the way they're they're going so run heavy, and it's setting up Mac Jones for success, which is what you should have expected Belichick to do from day one. Set set his quarterback up for success. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, let's take a look at the New England Patriots, who we've both been obviously impressed by. Currently, I mean more than you, you more than me, but now the
1: earlier. Mar- more so. The
0: I market think. agrees, as they are plus 650 to win the Super Bowl now, tied for sixth favorite with the L.A. Rams. Do you know how some people get premonitions? I'm one of them.
1: I had a premonition on this. <laughs> <laughs> and if you think about it, what would the world be saying right now if New England had beat Dallas? And I heard someone on, I think, Get Up say... Uh, I can't remember who, that Dallas played their best game against New England, in their opinion. So, Dallas plays their best game, and it's a coin flip at the end. This is before the evolution. I mean, if Dallas and New England played right now, who you got on a neutral? New England. I do, too. And remember, Belichick a second time against teams does exceptionally well. And we'll see with the Buffalo 1-2 how that goes. But when you're in division he kn- the theory is that he knows you so well and you don't want him knowing. You don't want to look in his eyes. right? In general. You don't want any contact if you can avoid it. <laughs> well, if you're in division you can't avoid it. And I tweeted out and you know the Belichick was coaching in 1975 before the Bicentennial for the Baltimore Colts. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At RJ in Vegas. And he's coached for 37 straight years. He doesn't take no gap years, no years to hang out with the family, no years because his heart was palpitating like Urban Meyer or whatever crap he was spewing. I hate, I hate to poo-poo your math. I think that's 47 straight years. Uh, no, no, no. You said 1975, right? Yeah, let's think about this. um uh, Seventy-five. When I, mean, I was born in eighty, and I'm forty-one. Well, well let's so. think about this a second. So why don't I? I might. I, we'll chat. We'll pull. I'll pull it up as we're talking. But wh- who do? You, who would you want right now? Baltimore or Buffalo to win the division? If you have having the even money to win their to win their respective divisions. Um. I'm, so New England. I must miss. I was think Baltimore. Oh, New England or Buffalo. or Buffalo.
0: Buffalo. <sighs> oh, I. I... I think it's hard to say Buffalo anymore because New England now has this lead on them and they continue to play so well. So I think I would probably lean towards New England at this point. I still think the potential, the upside of Buffalo is appealing. But New England, you mentioned what they've done the last five years. They're a rock. Every single year they're there. Well, last year the exception. Yeah, and last year was the, the one year in the last how many that they didn't have a a rock at quarterback. They didn't have someone that they could trust at quarterback. And I think that was a big part of the problem. And also, last year, for a lot of reasons, they didn't have half their defense because they set out for COVID. So, there was a lot of reasons why last year could be an aberration. I mean,
1: listen, Cam, well, obviously, it's an aberration. But Cam, listen, I don't care who you are, you can't win without a quarterback in this league. Belichick, the fact they went 7-9 and nine was a miracle. I think what you said about
0: Cam Cam and how how close he and Mac Jones were the more I see of Cam right now the more I think that was Belichick being respectful to Cam and
1: No, nah, I don't think so because Belichick wouldn't play him like that. I mean, you think about it Cam was looked pretty darn good before COVID last year. He never really recovered from it. Now, again, we could say that was fluky early and later was the truth or maybe he's like a, remember older players and Cam is isn't biologically old but physically he seems to be it's from the distance it seems so he's in great and it shows you if you look at Ali against Holmes in 80 Ali got killed But Ali, there was actually a 30 for 30 on the lead up to the fight. He looked fit. A normal person walks in, takes his shirt off, you say, that guy's a professional athlete. The difference between being Ali was probably still the 30th best boxer in the world at that point, but against Holmes, he couldn't, he had no chance, right? So Cam walks in, he looks like you see his Instagram workouts, he's top 110 to 1%. But the difference between him and the Cam from five years before is just night and day. Yeah. I think that what we've seen with Cam so far with Carolina, uh, Belichick wouldn't use him like that. And I, the more I see a Carolina, the more I'm—I don't that whole organization. I was high on. I don't know. The, the, I still can't get over the Baker, or I'm sorry, the, the Darnold. Sam Darnold fifty-year option. I don't understand that. I really don't. But let's set that aside. What was he two for? He had two completions yesterday. I did something like that. Um, Cam did Whew. five uh-huh. for twenty-one. Five for twenty-one. Speaking of the math, 1975, he started with Baltimore. Belichick, forty-seven. This is his 47th straight year and counting. That's wild and counting. And you think about it. You look at the list, and this is at R.J. and Vegas. On Twitter, with a young picture of Balichak and a slightly older picture of Balichak. Um, Those wins did not come at zero price. There was a price. The road to greatness, as I titled it. But then he played, or he coached with Detroit for two years, Denver Broncos for a year. So imagine you're a year in Denver, and now you got to go play Denver in a big championship game, like they did. And it's like, hmm, he knows this altitude because he happened to coach there a year. Then he was with the Giants for about ten years. Oh, I don't know, was the position coach for Lawrence Taylor, probably the greatest defender to ever play the game. They say Belichick to this day talks about LT and how. Like, no one, it'd be like, no, what, Aaron Donald, he's great, he's no LT. Now, I don't know, right? I can't really judge those things, but I know that's what people say. Then he was, oh, he won two Super Bowls with the Giants as the defensive coordinator. His game plan against the Bills, the Hall of Fame requested it after the game. We need that game plan, Hall of Fame. By the way, they requested it after the Rams Super Bowl. So, he has two Hall of Fame game plans. And then, well, 20 years with the Pats and nine AFC titles, six Super Bowls. You know why I stress this? It's because I heard people say people are supposed to know what they're talking about. That act like they know a lot more than they know. If they knew half of what they act like they know, a lot. Bill Belichick might not even be a top ten head coach anymore. Exactly. Did you have tape on that? That's <laughs> I mean, and you know what? And like I said in this tweet, it takes more than going for it every fourth down to be a good coach. And oh, by the way, who started that revolution? I don't know Belichick against the Colts and Peyton Manning like twelve years ago when he went for it on fourth when no one understood what he was doing. And after they asked him, he didn't explain the math. He goes, "I don't know how to feel. How to feel? I mean, this guy understands that if you know something and everyone else knows it, you don't know anything special. It's only when you know something that other people don't is when you have an edge. He doesn't go tell people how smart he is. He lets the Super Bowls tell you."
0: the competition. Listen to "I Want Your Flex" with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Byer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays
1: at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. And he might pontificate about things like uh, technique or whatever, because he'll do 20-minute diatribe. He's not going to explain his analytics. He's not going to explain why he didn't go for it against the Bucks. why he kicked the field goal. And you, I can promise you it was the right decision. Now, the result can vary, but I promise you he had thought that through before it happened. He, imagine, who on earth would have let Seattle and not called that timeout? Every coach on earth except Bill Belichick, would have called that time yeah. that was a Super Bowl that one decision and you know what? you know what I've read a lot about Belichick, and we'll move on It just this to me don't forget this. It's like after a terrorist attack everyone says, you know always remember and then people do or they don't or maybe we overreact whatever you want to think it's a political question, but we should be acting the same you know, it's like people that smoke and are heavy set—they have the heart attack, get the open heart surgery. They show up at dinner with uh, celery sticks. They go, "Oh, by the way, I'm not going to have any diet soda. I'm going to have water, you know, for distilled rain water, or you know, <laughs> you get that, yeah." Uh-huh. Uh, Doctor Strangelove is, <laughs> but the the reality is they forget, and all of a sudden they're eating two pieces of pie. What two two years later, yeah. usually. Let's not forget, because Belichick's going to have a losing streak at some point. And we're going to hear a lot of radio guys talking about how the game's passed him by. And you know what? It will. But when the game passes him by, he'll retire. He's not going to sit there and get beat up. He doesn't need the money. I don't think so. He's still the best coach in football, and it's not even close. I think it's the same thing you could have said. And it's funny that they're so
0: paralleled, but you could say the same thing about Tom Brady. Every year, Tom Brady would have a bad game. People would say... Oh, it's passing him by. Father Time, it's finally caught up. I don't think Tom Brady would stick
1: around if he was not. Well, but the athletes never know until it's shoved in their face. And I do think there's something, about, and maybe Belichick won't know either, because Fezzik did a study last year and took all the Hall of Fame coaches and assumed Belichick, you know, Hall of Fame, and said, how'd they do before the age of 60? and after the age of 60 just one split the average win percentage of the Hall of Fame coaches after 60 52% oof so remember the it's a zero sum league so there's going to be half wins right some ties but half wins so like literally the smidgiest smidge above an average coach and we're talking about 10 years of coaching some of those so there's i McKen, do you remember how many uh, Hall of Famers were in that subset I think it was 10 on the list. All right. So 10 Hall of Fame coaches, right? Maybe the 10 last ones to retire, I think. I can't remember. Belichick had a higher win percentage after age 60. I mean, he's getting better. He's getting better. And I think that everyone is so confused right now about how you can't, how to stop these offenses. At least they were a couple weeks ago. How do you stop Kansas City? How do you stop Buffalo? Well, lo and behold, what you see is everyone defensively is pretty much ready to stop them with the too high safety, as you've talked about, AJ. But you know who people are having trouble stopping? Teams that are running the ball. And oh, look, the Patriots just signed two tight ends, and they're running, what, the most powerful football. With them and Philly, in the league? And prioritizing defense. I don't know. the league says isn't important anymore. It, 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 listen, the Moneyball taught us this, is this is a marketplace. If everyone wants a house in one place, you want to be buying somewhere else preferably somewhere in which people are going to want the house next year if you can figure that out right being contrarian is good enough you'd rather be contrarian than follow the the pack financially betting what do i talk about i actually have a pick on tonight's game all right in the super contest but i didn't re- last i didn't really have a fifth pick which was ended up being the browns oh, over the ravens that no one I, cut me. I looked, I looked at it and I said, hmm, Browns are probably at the low point of the market, right? All right, they're the fifth pick. Like when you, when you got to pick five for that contest, you don't like the fifth pick all the time. I went and tried to buy low. I, if I was just a little lower, we would have done fine, right? They lost by six. And, and Baker's, oh, oof. But. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the fact of the matter is, when you're. Anything with where there's a marketplace, you don't want to be with the crowd. Belichick sees people moving one way, he starts moving the other. And I don't know, this team, I don't see... Any. In most years, I'd say Pats are going to be third, fourth best team. Who's the best team? And what they're
0: doing right now, McKenzie just sent this over, talking about taking the training wheels off. Most yards per pass attempt in the NFL this month. Mac Jones, 8.63, on top of what they already Which have. Which is 8. <laughs>